Exodus chapter 2, verses 16 through 22. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled their troughs to water their father's flock. The shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and saved them and watered their flock. When they had came home to their father, Reol, he said, how is it that you have come home so soon today? They said, an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds, and he even drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, and where is he? Why have you left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man. And he gave Moses his daughter, Zephora, the, uh, uh, Zephora. she gave birth to a son and he called his name Gershom, Gershom. For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, so we're kind of just jumping all over the, yeah, the strange world. and exciting love stories of the Pentateuch right now. And here we got Moses uh, saving some shepherdesses from some bullies yeah. and helping water a flock. And he gets old Zipporah in return from his soon-to-be father-in-law. Um, and so, you know, it's, I'm actually reading Exodus right now, um, mm-hmm. just for my personal study. And I love Exodus. I, I think it's like, absolutely. we kind of reduce it, or at least I have often in my life reduced it to this like fun, like little comic book story of how Israel came to be. Um, but actually like, I think Exodus is very central to the ministry of Jesus. Oh um, and absolutely. we see that in the transfiguration. Mm-hmm. So we should see it. We should see Jesus all over the book of Exodus. And, Moses is a really fascinating character uh, because, you know, he he starts life, you know, he's this Israelite being raised in Pharaoh's house. So he's not accepted by the Egyptians mm-hmm. and he's despised by Pharaoh. He's not accepted by the Israelite people and he's actually despised by them. And so, you know, we see this like loneliness and uh, and isolation that, and, you know, he tries to kind of buddy up with Israelites, but by killing, you know, this Egyptian uh, taskmaster, but it doesn't go the way he thinks. And so now he's on the run and he's an expat. He's a sojourner and he, you know, happens upon Zipporah and her crew. And, you know, that's where we find ourselves today. So Moses, you know, it, it, things are starting to look up. But he's basically given up on his, you know, the whole like Yahweh and people of Israel thing. And it seems, especially as he encounters God in the next chapter of Exodus, it seems that, you know, he's kind of given his life over to just being this like random, you know, nameless shepherd in this, you know, nowhere place. Um, And God is actually going to use him in a very mighty way. And uh, he's actually going to overcome his like speech impediments and yeah. overcome his uh, fearfulness and cowardice and become this mighty man uh, that is filled with the spirit of God. So Jackson, um, you know, a lot here, but we're especially talking about dating. So we're going to yeah. end this like interesting, uh, you know, thing with Zipporah. What are your thoughts on today's passage? Yes. <laughs> well, Jackson thinks yes. All right. Well, for Jackson Randall, um, you know this is definitely not um, 
again one of the like archetype archetypal yeah, uh, yeah. dating passages in the bible uh but as i'm thinking about it you know there's a lot of different ways you can go here and and, and even focusing in on 16 verses verses 16 through 22 in particular it, it's kind of this like this uh little piece of filling out the story of Moses almost of like how he ended up with his wife and how he got yoked to this family that will actually influence him quite a bit in uh, later in Exodus. And so I, I think what really stands out to me here is that Moses is beginning to, to kind of develop a pattern here of stepping in and trying to rescue people. Mm-hmm. And, and so so I think this is the either the second or third time. I think it's the third time in in Exodus where where Moses kind of places himself in between danger and uh uh danger and a needy person mm-hmm. or people. Mm-hmm. And and so through this sort of uh savior-like activity Moses ends up going and uh, and meeting uh, Raul, who uh, who we mo- more commonly know as Jethro, mm-hmm. and and Jethro ends up giving to him his daughter, mm-hmm. um, and and so we we see uh, Moses ends up with a wife, and 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 then pretty soon thereafter he ends up with a son. Yeah. Now now I guess what I'm the point I'm trying to make here is is that. I think we we see Moses acting commendably. Um, he's he's doing something hard, yeah, and he does something uh, that I think pleases the Lord in putting himself in danger so that others can be preserved. Mm-hmm. And in so doing, he kind of wins favor from Jethro, results in good for him. But I think significantly, you know, if you fast forward, Jethro is going to be the guy later in Exodus who's going to help Moses. Mm-hmm. think about how to like spread the load and how yeah. to like provide leadership yeah. for the people of God. And so anyway, that uh, is a funny moment. Like Jethro kind of comes in <laughs> yeah. with probably the most practical advice in the whole, like all old Testament stories. Right. Like <laughs> he, he kind of biblically mandates, uh, what's the word I'm like, delegating work. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So Look, yeah, son, totally. you can't do it all. You yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 But you know, so as I'm trying to draw principles here, I'm just thinking, I think that Moses acting as a man of character practically resulted in him putting himself in a advantageous position to like be able to be thought of well by people like a future father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And um, that might be like the most practical thing ever to draw from this, but yeah, I do think like, you know, character matters and, um, and, you, you want to do the right thing even when people aren't looking, even if you don't know if it's going to result in you getting a wife out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should stack the chairs in right. the auditorium, <laughs> yeah. no matter. See how many chairs you could ch- yeah, stack yeah. even if, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, that's helpful. You know, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to like... <laughs> <laughs> the risk of just being an idiot. Uh, I don't want to keep like looking for meat on the bin. Though right. obviously God's word is is chocked full. But uh, you know, I do think it's another just commendation towards character. And uh, you know, just considering Moses the broader character, um, God is is certainly at work through this. And so once again, you know, I think in all these stories that we've looked at, the biggest thing that you could say like the common thread is, is 
God is doing unbelievable, unbelievably massive things yeah. through small acts of faithfulness or through small or great failures that he's going to redeem. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real quick. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I have Jackson a thought Randall's back in the ring. I have a thought a developing here. Like okay. It. Yes. So it does strike me that if I had to like characterize what is happening in this section of scripture, it's, you know, Moses flees and he's having his character be cultivated mm. to be the kind of person who the Lord can use mm. in this very significant way um, yeah. to, yeah. to, you know, provide leadership for the people of God as they, as they leave ex, uh, as they leave Egypt and, and eventually go into the wilderness. And, and then eventually as they go into the promised land and, you know, as part of that character cultivation is, is Moses being married and, and having children. And, and so on one hand, I'd say that contributes to who Moses is and it contributes to the man that Moses eventually becomes that we become yeah. aware of. But two, it's also not the most important or the only thing to know about Moses. You know, it's not like, like, hey, we've got this big light being shined on Moses's uh, marriage. Um, we don't know a ton about his wife or his children. Even yeah. Jethro shows up like really one key time uh, in the scriptures, and then a couple other times he's kind of referred to. And so, I'd say you know, let's put marriage in its proper place. It's very important. Absolutely. It's not the only important thing about us, but it is something that the Lord uses to cultivate character in us. And, and I think even uh, we see it playing a significant part in the eventual redemption uh, of God's people. Yeah. And so um, I think it's something to be commended there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, an even more helpful word from Jackson <laughs> Randall. You win this round, Jackson. <laughs> All right. Well, for Jackson Randall... Um, who's just bested me in the Bible reading contest. <laughs> uh, this is Will Carlisle, and we will see you tomorrow in the sunny pastures of our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.